Welcome uh, to episode 161 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is um, it's Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the 17th of uh, November, 2000, 2020. And uh, I hope you're all doing all right out there, people. Fucking hell, man. I've, um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast. I have fucking started my Christmas shopping already. I know. I know. There's those, you know, the traditional route of the man of hunting round, the, uh, the cliche of hunting round on Christmas Eve, um, looking for bargains or not putting any thought into it. I'm a changed man, people. I'm a changed man. I am not like those other alpha males going around just getting some fucking de-icer for their wife, girlfriend, significant other, whatever they class themselves as these days. Um, yeah, I fucking started my Christmas shopping already, man. And I am uh, loving the organisation uh, that I, uh, you know, that I seem to be of, uh, uh, adopting lately. Hey, I'm a new person. I'm trying to be a better person anyway. That's the thing, people. That's the that's the main crux of my argument at the moment. Um, that that's the point I'm trying to make out there, people. I'm trying to. I'm try. It's fucking hard. <laughs> it's fucking hard to try and be a better person. Um, but um, but that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to be nicer to people. Trying to give people more time. Um, I don't know why this is, by the way. Uh, I just suddenly woke up with some sort of revelation that I want to be, you know, try and hold on to my temper a bit. I've been fucking, you know, getting getting Briggs Towers ready um, for uh, um, hopefully, hopefully people selling the old fucker uh, and moving on out of Briggs Towers. But um uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know whether I, the thing here's the whole thing. Here's my whole theory about trying to be a better person or um, there's always nobody ever does it for no reason. Right. And I'm not saying I'm doing it for no reason. And I'm, you know, floating above and flying above the rest of you like some sort of sweary angel. Um but I am, uh, I, you know, because there's always, yeah, even religions, when you look at religion and shit like that, you know, people are religious, they, they do charitable things and all of that, you know, they'd be nice to people, be Christian to people. Although, in my opinion, people and Christians, people trying to be Christian are the fucking worst. They're the most judgmental fucking cunts out there. Jesus, having done gigs in front of, I was, <laughs> in my early days, when I would uh, get booked and there'd be like a fucking Christian group in the room or something like that for uh, these, uh, and you'd, well, these clean gigs where they'd always turn up and go, oh, uh, no swearing or sex tonight. Well, why the fuck did you book me for then? Even in the early days. Um before I knew how corrupt this industry was, let's have a little bit of tea. Uh, I I even had an attitude problem about it then. What the fuck? <laughs> Three gigs in. Why the fuck have you booked me for this then? Um, yeah, so uh, even 
like religion and that there's always a reason behind it, isn't it? People are religious and they do charitable things and help people out and that sort of shit because because they want to go to heaven and get rewarded for eternity. Isn't it? They just want that eternal reward. That's why they uh, reward, 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 reward. Um, uh, yeah, that's what they want, isn't it? They want that eternal reward so that they can like live for eternity. Oh, I'll make this small sacrifice now. Read all the these this bullshit stories in this fucking book. Believe them, and then I'll get rewarded, baby. Um. So, uh, yeah, I, I, obviously I'm looking at uh, trying to be nice to people for a bit of fucking nice karma coming back my way, baby. It's the same thing, isn't it? It's the same thing. I'm just doing the same thing as those religious twats following those scriptures and those made-up stories and um, because they want a reward at the end of it. That's that's basically it, isn't it? It's the mo When you think about it, it's the most fucking selfish thing that you can do is be um, hardline religious because you're thinking, oh, you'll get the reward of going to heaven and have a, an eternity of bliss afterwards. How fucking selfish is that? How, how selfish that you're doing that, you're doing all of that good stuff, not for the sake of doing good stuff, but for the sake of the reward that you're going to get at the end of it. I don't know. Anyway, bit of a religious rant there, people. Um, I'm, uh, I'm trying, people. I'm just sick and tired of fucking losing my temper over shitty fucking little things. So I'm trying to calm down a bit. You know, just think out the situation, take myself away from the situation. But the, but then, here's the thing that happens. If you're like that, if you're a little bit temperamental like myself, and um, you, do that sort of, you do that sort of thing, then you walk away, then you spend the rest of the fucking day going over what you should have said. So you might as well just fucking blow up in somebody's face, have that shit, deal with it, Give them what for. Give them a fucking bollocking for being cunts. And then walk away. And then you fucking, as soon as you walk away, you guilt trip yourself with it for the rest of the day anyway. So you either, if you don't do it, you think about what you should have said for the rest of the fucking day. And it ruins your day. And then if you do do it, have a go at somebody. And then walk away from it. You spend the rest of the day thinking, oh, fuck. I, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lose-lose situation. That's what I'm saying, people. Um, but I'm trying, you know what I mean? I'm trying. Let's have a little bit of tea. I'm fucking, even this is, <laughs> even talking about trying to calm down is winding me up. Uh, let's have a, um, let's have a bit of tea. Come on. It's just knowing what you want. I think that's the thing. I'll tell you what, I did see something today. Um, there's, uh, where I live in my Northampton area, area, um, in my little area of Northampton, uh, where Briggs Towers is located. Obviously, like any location, I'm not a member of this, by the way, because I am not a member of anything. Any, uh, The only groups I'm a member of is like um, groups on Facebook, I mean, not like real life, you know, groups or whatever. 
Um, the only groups I am a member of on Facebook are things like uh, Facebook Comedy Forum things, or where they post fucking gigs, and then um, and then you have to like apply for the gigs uh, usually by email. But like, there seems to be a fashion now of where they get you to barter it out in the comments. Hey, if you're interested in this gig, post in the comments. I don't want to fucking post in the fucking comments. I know you get a load of people fucking PMing you or DMing you or whatever it is about gigs, and it clears up your fucking, you know, um, clears out all your fucking space in your inbox and that. But I don't want to go for from some sort of raffle system where you go, you look fucking desperate. And um, because sometimes you just want to run through some new stuff at a gig or you you want to do that. So you're like, oh, I'll take a little bit less money and then like try this newer bit that I've got. You know, or this is close to home. I could fucking double up, do that one and then see you later. But there seems to be some sort of anyone who does that as a promoter is a fucking cunt. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Just set up another Facebook account or something like that or an email account where you've got all of that shit listed so it doesn't interfere with your fucking personal fucking uh, messages that you're getting. But having a sort of like bartering raffle uh, system going where you get to comment, you know, you're allowed to comment underneath here but nowhere else. You know, don't send me an email. Don't send me this. Don't send me a fucking Facebook message. Comment under so you can be with the rest of the plebs. And when the lineup is finally announced, we can show you that we believe this act is better than this act. <laughs> That's it. It's a fucking power trip, man. Um, I don't know. I just spat all over the fucking microphone saying that. How long are we in? Ten minutes. Fuck me, baby. Uh... Anyway, the point I was trying to make was I am not a member of anything like community groups or um, or area groups. There's a group area for this area where I live, right? But um, the only reason I knew about this is because I something happened on the estate and I was like, ah, let's feed my curiosity about that. See if I can get a little bit of interesting information and possibly a two-minute conversation out of this with somebody who I vaguely know in the area. Making friends, people. I'm trying to be a better person. That's what I mean. Um, but uh, there was originally a, a community group for um, uh, this area where everybody, you know, joined or whatever. Not me. I think my neighbours joined and stuff like that. They keep me informed, uh, basically, of the shit that goes on in the neighbourhood. In the hood. Um, but uh, now there is a breakaway group, which is the same name as this area, but just within front of it, bra breakaway free speech group. <laughs> because apparently the original group was getting moderators, People were posting shit up there or arguing. You know what Facebook groups are like. They all start off, don't they? Hey, we're going to keep you informed of shit. What's going on in your area? And then the next minute it just descends into fucking people arguing. Um, 
because that's what that's what Facebook's for, isn't it? It has uh, it's divide and conquer, isn't it? That's what it is. I've said this before. It was originally meant to bring people together. Hey, I knew you from years ago. Hey, you fancy hanging out? Hey, let's hook up for a drink. Or hey, hey, girl from school, how are you doing? You know that sort of thing. That's what it was used for originally, weren't it? Um, and then it became, um, hey, look at all the great stuff I'm doing. I'm doing loads of great stuff. And uh, look at my dinner tonight. That's what it became. And then it was, hey, this is what I believe in. And then people were like, well, I don't really believe in that. And then it, and now it's just a fucking, you know, it's a fucking argue fest, isn't it? That's all it is. It's, it went from, hey, look how good I'm doing in life to, hey, look how much of a great person I am. And uh, anyone who doesn't do exactly the same as what I do is a fucking asshole or think exactly the same as me. But we've spoke about that before, haven't we? Fucking Jesus. Um, some cunts just fucking posted something through the letterbox. That's what that bang was. If you If it picked up and you heard it, um <clears throat> anyway yeah so we've got these break breakaway now a free speech group which i like the fact they've put in free speech it's not just the breakaway group it's the free speech group man this guy who set this group up he's been he's been silenced he's been cancelled he he has no opinions the other group has no free speech it is ruled by dictating moderators <laughs> <laughs> who won't let you complain about, like, uh, people leaving their bins out on the street, even when it's not rubbish day. Even when it's not rubbish day. Their bins are out there. I did have a little look on the group. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Ah, oh, I just wanted to post so much afterwards, but I just thought I'm going to get a fucking shitload of shit <laughs> if I say this. Ah, uh, dear. I want to find where this guy's bin is and take a shit in it. That's what I want to do. I have a right to leave my bin wherever <laughs> wherever I want to leave it. But it makes the area look horrible, man. Oh, God. Yeah, so anyway, this is, we've got a new Nelson Mandela. Freedom. Free speech. A new Martin Luther King. A new Malcolm X. Um leading this i mean it's fucking ridiculous isn't it you know breakaway free speech group you, you he's got about 30 people on it at the minute they must be all these little friends you know you you can tell who your friends are when you start a breakaway group like that he's got about like 30 odd little friends who sort of like agree with him although they seem a little bit um just angry <laughs> Just angry, angry, angry white people uh, in this group. He might as well have called it the white people want to have their own group group. Um, that's, uh, <laughs> that's different. The people, the white people who don't think they, they're being listened to white group. White, white afterwards, the white, white group. Uh, but it's all white people in this group. Uh, at the moment, anyway, that may change. Um, but yeah, it's the breakaway uh, free speech group. 
um, because they weren't getting any free speech. I mean, they were they were getting cancelled left, right, and centre with uh, trials and tribulations uh, about. Hey, man, I just want to express my opinion. Shut up! This is <laughs> this is not a group for expressing your opinion about bins and the drainage system and people dealing drugs in the area. Um, that, uh, <laughs> that's another thing. That is another thing that happens in this area. And uh, I don't know, these 16, 17-year-old kids are obviously selling weed um, because when you go to the local shop and they're in the local shop, it stinks of fucking weed. Um, like they're, that, That's the one thing I'm constantly surprised by. People who smoke weed... Um, think everybody else doesn't realise that they're smoking weed. Uh, and these guys walk around the estate um, all day. <laughs> I don't know what their fucking... Um, I don't know what their fucking uh, mileage is or how many steps they're getting in, but they they must be wearing about three or four fucking Fitbits just to keep up with the amount of steps that they do in a day. I mean, they have must. They, they, these lads must have calf muscles, like fucking racehorses, um, and uh, uh, just like chiselled legs through work, walking around all day. Uh, and they're clearly selling weed <laughs> that was bought up on one of these groups. But you know, it just it, it just amazes me the fact that I've, I've caught them out the back smoking weed because the smell was coming in my fucking bathroom and I had the bathroom door open and out the back of mine, you've got like a parking bay bit with a bit that's undercover that holds all the skips and the, the light for the recycling and shit like that. And they were under the cover bit smoking weed. I could smell it in my bathroom, went out because it's like a private bit, told them to fuck off. And uh, they were like, why? Because you're smoking weed. We're not smoking weed. Mate, I, fuck, I, Jesus. My fucking girlfriend lives in Birmingham. She can smell the fucking weed you're smoking. And that's like 65 fucking miles away. <laughs> There's people sitting in the space station. Russian cosmonauts or whatever going, somebody smoking weed down there. <laughs> it fucking reeks. And they've got no idea. Your clothes smell of weed. Your fucking trainers. The fucking... The, the, the end bit of your shoelaces, that hard end bit, that fucking reeks of weed, mate. That's how much weed you smoke. Um, I don't know. Uh, anyway, so we've got a breakaway group. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make. That's, this is what always happens, isn't it? Everything gets subdivided and, you know, because nobody's willing to listen to anybody anymore. Thank you, by the way, for listening to the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, all listens are appreciated. Um, but because nobody's nobody's uh, um, willing to, uh, um, to uh, listen to anybody's argument anymore and everybody is so focused on what their opinion is, and anyone who slightly diverts away from that opinion is um, 
is uh, is totally in the wrong and uh, must be fucking executed immediately. All these little sub-divided uh, groups like set up trying to show their opinions and um, everything just gets smaller and smaller groups. This fucking freedom breakaway free speech group, this will only get subdivided as well. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like the Monty Python fucking, you know, People's Republic of um, fucking Palestine or whatever. It's uh, this will get subdivided into the the new breakaway free super free speech group, and then that will get subdivided, and in the end, it'll just be a load of people, individuals, collectively having their own individual group that only they're a fucking member of. And then the government's one man. It's divide and conquer all over again. I keep saying this. Um, I did, uh, I don't know, it just made me laugh. That's all, I, that's all I'm saying. It, it, it made me laugh. The uh, First of all, the name, the fact that there was like, it's almost like um, they'd set up, uh, like uh, the civil it was almost like he was talking about this group like it was fucking the civil rights movement in the in the 60s in America <laughs> we have a right we need to fight for our freedom of speech to say our opinions that nobody gives a fuck about anyway on in a group of my own friends <laughs> in a group populated by people who live a couple of doors away. And when I argue with them, it will be awkward when I see them either in the local shop or over the park. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, what are we on? 22 minutes, people. Um, <coughs> let's have a little bit of tea, shall we? Uh, Jesus. Um I don't know how your week's going in the coronavirus thing. Um, I'm getting used to it. I, I, I know. I'm getting used to just staying in and doing nothing. And uh, I am loving it. I stayed up the other night, right? I stayed up the other night and um, till about like two, three in the morning, something like that. And I was fucking knackered when I woke up. Um I think I woke up about 10 o'clock in the morning and I was fucked. Um, only because um, you get out of practice. And I was like, how the fuck am I going to... Um, how the fuck am I going to um, stay up till 2, 3 in the morning when I'm doing gigs? I'm out of... You know what I mean? I'm out of practice because you sort of... Um, you sort of, sorry, something just popped up on my laptop there saying, your battery is draining too fast. Shut up. It's on 53%. Jesus. I get fucking nagged by my laptop now. Ugh, talking about having a lack of energy. Hey, couldn't time that any better. Well done. Nice punchline laptop. Uh, even, even my fucking laptop's trying to be a stand-up these days. Um, yeah, so... Um, I have no idea how I am. I am so out of practice of staying up late. I have no idea how I am going to be a driving to gigs, um, staying late, doing the gig, 
driving two, three hours on the way home. I'm going to be fucking swerving off into the central reservation or just like taking a fucking smoking and the bandit fucking jump like up some sort of hilly bank or something off the side of the motorway. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to be one of these uh, people who, uh, who sleeps in the services. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can only get two fucking hours, by the way. I've done that before. Slept for three hours and then got a fucking parking fucking violation um, for uh, staying too long in the fucking services. You know. I don't know, people. I'll tell you what, talking about stand-up, though, let's talk about this. I did see and thoroughly recommend, if you have even the slightest interest uh, in stand-up comedy and um, where it all came from and uh, one of the uh, sort of like almost sort of like meccas of the uh, stand-up comedy uh, world. Um, I watched the... Uh, and I watched every single fucking part of this as well. The uh, Comedy Store uh, documentary um, about the comedy store in Los Angeles, question mark? Yeah, I think it's Los Angeles. Um not the one in London that clearly, clearly, clearly copied um, the original one in Los Angeles. But it sort of like takes a history of um, where the uh, comedy um, comedy store originated from and then the owner, Mitzi Shaw, and then the first original acts go in there like uh, Richard Pryor and uh, George Carlin and then takes it all the way through till like through the boom years in the 80s when it dipped a little bit sort of like 90s early 2000s and now like uh now it's come back and um and the interesting thing they did with like uh um just kind of like profiling comics as well as like profiling the uh the actual venue itself and showing you what comics have gone through and who was there when it sort of like dipped and who was there when it when it's come back sort of um, and obviously the Joe Rogan uh, controversy when he um, uh, called out Carlos Mencia for uh, um, uh, stealing jokes, baby, um, which is obviously something you cannot do as a stand-up comedian. Um, hey, man, it's parallel thinking. Is it, though? Is it, is it parallel thinking after you watch me do that bit? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think sometimes or you see somebody who you've gigged with uh and then they um you've got a new bit and then mysteriously mysteriously or uh, a couple of weeks later they've got a little bit that's a little bit the same but uh they've changed little bits in there <laughs> fucking hell uh, but, uh, yeah, I thoroughly recommend watching that. It was just interesting, like, looking at it from a British, well, English stand-up, um, and how things work over there, here, to how things work over there. Over in the States, it seems to be very much more concentrated on, um, uh, certain clubs, getting into certain clubs. I mean, it's like that here as well. But those clubs almost become like your peer group when you're out there and you go to that club like every fucking night. They've got like three or four rooms in the club that are set, uh, that are putting on comedy so you can do new material every night. 
go up for spots and that sort of thing if you're in with that club. Whereas with over here, and it almost becomes like a youth club sort of, I know that seems to put it down a little bit, but it almost becomes like its own sort of like youth club where people hang out, you know, they'll do spots somewhere else, but they'll always go back to that club and hang out a bit, but like hanging out every night and working on stuff every night. Whereas over here, <coughs> because the clubs aren't as big, um, I think the Glee Club in Birmingham has got two rooms. Um, there's a, like the comedy store in London is just one room. The one in Manchester's got sort of two rooms, but um, one of them's sort of like just a normal area where they put it on uh, sometimes, like in there if they haven't sold enough tickets for the main room. But um, over here, you sort of like, you're traveling to gigs. So like out in the States and that, you can do in big places like Los Angeles, New York, and and that you can do a lot of spots in a night. Or you're doing multiple spots in the same club at different shows. Whereas over here, it's not so much. There's a, there's, there's a couple of clubs like that, Hot Water. I think the Comedy Store does a couple of, couple of different things. But usually you go to a gig, you do the gig, and that's it. And you don't have, your base is your home here. Because you're traveling so far to gigs like here, there, and everywhere over the country, all you do, you go, you do your spot, you talk to the people who you're on that specific night, who you may not have seen for like two years or something. Um, and then uh, and then you travel home. That's it. You do your spot. You don't fucking hang around. I don't anyway. I, don't, I never get a fucking hotel in a, in a, after a gig because I just want to fucking get home. And because I'm centrally based in the country, the worst I have to travel is like about three hours, I think, um, to places. And I can get to most places within three hours. So, like, you go, you do your spot, and then you fuck off. I never stay behind. I mean, like, New Material Nights are a little bit different, like, about around Birmingham and that. Um, you can hang around, have a drink afterwards and stuff like that. Um, or, or spots if it's close to home. But uh, most things are not close to home. Uh, and there's no sort of base where you just turn up every night and you're like, oh, I've got some new material. Can I do this or whatever? There's nothing like that um, at those sort of like premiere venues uh, that they have. Um, uh, but it was just interesting just seeing how it how it works. It seems a lot more sort of um, a lot more of a community of comedians over in the States than there over is over here in England. Everybody seems I mean, it, it might be different in London. Um, I know the open spot scene and that sort of thing is a little bit different in London uh, where people could go sort of like from spot to spot and that sort of thing and hang around out afterwards and stuff like that because they can just get the tube home. But everywhere else, man, is just uh, you're on your own, baby. <laughs> get out there on your own. Go on, you fucking. Um, anyway, what are we on? Anyway. I I would uh, I would thoroughly recommend watching that. It was really really fucking interesting, and not just from a stand up perspective, just on a um, just on a sort of like uh, uh, the nature of how um, how things ebb and flow, become popular and then die down and then become popular again. It's really interesting. Um, Thirty one minutes, baby. Um, uh, that was uh, episode 161 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you have any questions, trials, tribulations, whatever, uh, you can message me at 
uh, podcast at uh, benbriggs.co.uk. Um, I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your week. Um, I shall speak to you then. Take care.